5 o'clock in Pirate Country, and 94.3 The Game is going to get you home with the P-Man. In 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Lock it in. Turn it up. It's time for the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. This is the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. my big old butt if there you can't find you an ACDC song for every occasion, right? Absolutely. This is the only song, ACDC song I got on my personal playlist. I mean, I think this is, is the right? one for me. Like, I wouldn't, ACDC's got to be everybody's favorite, like, fifth or sixth band, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you might not, you know, drop any money on the album. You might not go to the concert. But you ain't flipping the station if an ACDC song comes on, right? Yeah, well, you're not dropping money on an album or a concert just because you hear them. Chances are, if you're on, you're on a radio right now and you flip the station, you're going to find ACDC somewhere. If you scan the dial, which you don't want, we don't want you to do right now, please don't. Yeah, no, we're playing ACDC for you. we got everything right. you need right here. You don't, need to, you don't need to. But if you do, you'll probably find an ACDC song somewhere. Within, I would say, three songs. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, unless you're putting it on bro country, then, I mean, that's your fault. Yeah, you can have fun if you're Morgan Whalen or Wallen. That's your fault if you're doing that. <laughs> hey, welcome in, everybody. Uh, it is a uh, full week of the Patrick Johnson Show, uh, meaning that I will uh, presumably, God willing, and the uh, Creek Don't Rise be here all five days this week. So there you go. Thanks to Ben and uh, Philip for doing uh, the crazy hour 45 on Friday. Hour forty-five uh, just to, special, just to the talk to John one. Ellis, apparently. Which you know, that's <laughs> that's went uh, on for a while. He went on for that's a while. A, you guys have a hearty constitution. I don't doubt that. If you talk to Ellis that long, that's. Uh, by the way, Ben Byron producing today's show. There he is. Hey Ben. Hey Ben. And there you go. Uh Ben. Uh, big weekend or. Uh, Anything good? Good time and all that? I guess you and your buddies got together and watched some wrestling, but yeah. other than that, everything good? Yeah, we watched Backlash. That was kind of a wash, Ooh. a waste of time, but we did go downtown this weekend, lived it up from oh, the 21st, a and uh, we had okay. some fun. Oh, yeah. was this the Ben celebration, the 21st? This was, this was. You weren't uh, shacked in a fool, were you? You were, no, you were behaving, no. weren't you? I, I saw other people shacked in a fool, but I was not going to end up on the not-so-top 10 this weekend. It was a uh, it, it was a graduation weekend. Uh, let me tell you this, and and, and look, I don't condone. I, 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 look, well, I, let me say this: you're you're an adult now. Yeah, I, I enjoyed a few frothy beverages over the years, Ben. You okay. know, yeah. Actually, had one Saturday on my birthday. It there hurt, you go. It hurt my Happy t- birthday, by the way. Thank you. It hurt my tummy. So. Here's what I don't get a tummy ache now. <laughs> Take it easy, drink it slow. Here's what I I'm about to I'm about to give you, and you know a little bit about this, but I'm really about to lay it on you. 
Okay. Uh, you you were in the you were going to be in Greenville during the best time of year, in my opinion, one of the best times to be in Greenville. The summer in Greenville, if you if you want to head to the uptown, at least back in the day, it's like it's like I own the town or something in the summer. It's an it's an underrated time to go out. Absolutely, I agree with that. It's it's not overly crowded, so you see people that you have your summer classes with, right? Absolutely. So a lot might... of moms out for graduation. So well, that's a whole other story. That's you know that's. <laughs> It's like New Year's Eve. It was or, fun. You it know. was fun. No, I mean, that's its own mothers. fun. Yeah, that's its own fun. Look at you. That's its, that's its own thing. But what I'm saying is, as a young man about the town like you are now, always good. Like my buds would be back. My buds from Green County would always be back from school or whatever they were doing. Prison, maybe. I don't know. Didn't ask. <laughs> doing a hard time. Yeah, and we would go to uh we'd go hang out at like thursday friday saturday it's the good meaty part of the summer and if you do a rare tuesday i mean point is you can have you some good times in the summer in uh in the uh in the college town of greenville america absolutely i mean we're that's what we're known for kind of when it comes to ecu besides that yeah uh, but, yeah, but it, it's just it, it's it's a good vibe it's a good vibe it was a great time because there's not that many people around in the summer so you you know that was where you, at least I made all of my really good party connections when I was in school. There you go. Summer. Because, you, you know, you got a chance to really interact with people when you're going out and about. Party P-Man. In the summer. Yeah, yeah. This is a long time ago, Ben. Long time ago. Really long time ago. How long? Then I was, oh, I mean, you're talking decades. Now. I maybe a generation a now. Weekend. Yeah, you're talking maybe a generation now. And you're talking uh, a point where I was maybe becoming the old guy down there a little too much. But I tried to pick. I, I didn't try to go to the real young night spots. I went to the appropriate night spots. See, uh, we went to some younger night spots uh, about my age. Well, range. you are younger. Yeah, and we saw. You are some, younger. You can do that. We saw the guys that clearly were uh, about your they age. They couldn't were, let go. Couldn't let go. They, <laughs> like they're having a good time. I mean, but it's kind of like, what are you doing? These were man? these weren't people hanging out. Uh, these were not people hanging out uh, because of graduation weekend. They would have been there had it been just oh, a random weekend yeah. <laughs> in, in February. Yeah, okay, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yes, I'm picking up what you're putting down. All right, uh, well, give it up for your first place Pirates. Uh, they are uh, clear of the next closest competitor by two games. They're in the favorable uh, part of the schedule and uh, are playing good ball on top of that. So this has uh, worked out pretty well for uh, ECU baseball. Is there two games ahead of Houston? I think three of ahead of UCF and maybe four ahead of Tulane now? They broke Tulane, apparently. There we go. So the Pirates will uh, be back in action against Duke tomorrow. Stand by to dial. We'll give you a family four-pack of tickets to see Duke at ECU. And a Chico's gift card. So we got your dinner covered. We got your entertainment covered for tomorrow night. You just got to stop by and pick this stuff up. Uh, so stand by to dial for that. Uh, of course, yesterday, the big 15-1 win over uh, Memphis. They swept the series there. Pirates now 30-18, and 14-4 in the American. That eight-game homestand to end the season begins Tuesday. I uh, still think that the Pirates are going to have a little bit of work to do, although the RPI is close to the top 40 now. I think they'd have to have a spectacular finish and still a pretty decent run to get in as an at-large. Obviously, if you win the conference tournament, it's you're in. 
That's but, guaranteed. Uh, by, right. All, all accounts are the Americans still kind of remains a one-bid league, and that's unfortunate for the Pirates. I, I could see a scenario again if ECU wins the thing, kind of running away, maybe gets a deep run in the conference tournament where they would get an at-large because I think the resume will be good enough. But, you know, there's just you don't want to leave that in a year like this in – a committee's hands. I think they can you know afford I mean? to get rid of another SEC school and let an AAC school in. I mean, come on. We already have, what, 12 SEC schools get in every year? I mean, come on. Well, why not throw us yeah. a bone? They're pretty good. They're pretty good. Yeah. Not, uh, not Pirates are not. Right. Pirate softball. <coughs> excuse me. Pirate softball uh, almost pulled off a uh, rally in their finale at Tulsa yesterday. So now they're headed back to the Max, as it's called. Max Joyner Family Stadium. And a conference uh, tournament to host. Yeah, conference tournament coming up this weekend. So there you go there. Free admission. It is. It is. That'll be a good event to uh, go to. Pirates will play uh, on Thursday. I don't know the time. Ben will have the time in the update, but I know they play South Florida. who has got one of the uh, great pitchers in softball on uh, Thursday. Uh, I had softball this weekend, uh, wrapping up ACC Network uh, Extra Duties for the year. So uh, big thanks to those people, and thanks to you guys for covering and uh, LeBlanc and Ellis being on and all that good stuff. Uh, we uh, we It's still not a series, technically. By the way, I'm off the bandwagon. Did I mention that, Ben? Uh, yeah, I know. Philip brought it up to me. He's like, he's probably off the bandwagon now. Oh, I'm I'm beyond off the bandwagon I don't now. blame you. I do not blame you. I am not a part of this nonsense with your Carolina Hurricanes. I can <laughs> it, tell you that. It's a mess. It's a mess. Got smoked 5-2 yesterday. Hey, Pitor uh, Koshetkov learned a new name this weekend. There you go. Uh, the series back to Raleigh for game five tomorrow. I got a little Rod Brindamore cut for you. Let me find it on my, uh, yeah. Rod Brindamore uh, says that uh, he hopes his guys get a sense of urgency right now. It starts over now. We just regroup. I mean, we're, you should have a little emotion right now, and it should hurt, and it should, you know, bother you. And then tomorrow you start fresh, and you're excited that you got, a, you know, another game to play. There you go. See, Brenda Moore's never happy after a win. So, I mean, I can, I can imagine oh, could he's you imagine? losing over a loss. I mean, those you guys know, are feeling it right now. I'll tell you, though, what Brenda Moore is. He's probably never happy after a win, but he's not – he's he's t- he's probably not panicking. I'm not saying he's not being hard on them and no. he's not coaching them hard. But you'll never hear him panic or sulk after a loss. Absolutely not, yeah. And that's because he's a pro. And he's really a great coach. Uh, let's see famer. here. No, it should be, Absolutely. Uh, we're going to have Adam Gold on tomorrow to talk about this from the Adam Gold Show. So uh, look forward to having AG on tomorrow. Uh, how about the race this weekend, the horse race I'm talking about, the Kentucky Derby? That was an unbelievable finish. Uh, a the horse that wasn't even listed on our little pregame segment Friday when it came to the field somehow on. had just gotten in. Yeah. Uh, our guy Sean Brace from Fox Sports Philly, the gambler, we're going to grab him next segment. I want to find out, I want to kind of just, how, how long, I mean, we hear 80 to 1, we hear long shot, but how long of a shot truly was it? Uh, Rich Strike crossed the finish line first, second biggest upset in Derby in the Derby's nearly 150-year history. Uh, I got a little cut here. This is what it sounded like on the Horse Racing Radio Network. They're coming down to the wire. Echo Center's handed. Rich Strike is coming up on the inside. Goodness, the longest shot has won the Kentucky Derby. Rick Strike 
sudden in a stunning, unbelievable upset. Odds to win the race, 80 to 1. Rich Strike wasn't even in the Derby field until Friday morning. Somebody needs to check on that guy. Uh, is he all right? He didn't have a stroke. Oh, I'm sure he is. He's fired up. Uh, this is the owner and trainer of the Derby winner who says they didn't even think they were going to make the field for the race until the day before. 20 horses are allowed to race. We were number 21 on the list. In fact, uh, last Sunday we were 24, moved all the way to 21 by that Friday morning 9 o'clock deadline. Rich Strike's owner, Rick Dawson, there, and they are deciding whether they're going to uh, take the cult to the Preakness at Pimlico in a couple of weeks. They're going to wait and see how this horse recovers from Derby Week. How about that? Yeah, what an underdog story. Uh, Golf Max Homa won the weekend, but Tiger's now listed for a participant in next week's PGA Championship, so that's really the big story there and probably one of the bigger sports stories of the day. And Phil. Yeah, Mickelson, we we yeah, he's listed, right? Yeah. We we knew he'd committed. Defending but champion. He's officially officially listed. It's gonna be a little bit of what uh I think folks would call a media circus out in Tulsa next week. Absolutely. They need to get the ratings and I mean those are the two guys you need if you want to get some ratings in golf. I mean, those well, are the biggest names. Let's face it, Tiger is the needle and Mickelson is uh a guy that is capable of moving said needle. He's the icing on the cake. Well, it was great last year when he won. Yeah, that was. I, and, I, I even watched that. You know, I'm a guy that's still trying to get into golf, and I love that, the fact that the old guy won. But then, you know, he's obviously had his issues, as uh, the late Congressman Walter Jones would say, issues. So we'll see how it plays out. Uh, based on some comments that Sergio Garcia made, um, that's kind of interesting. I mean, well, Rich, Sergio's a loser, isn't he? I mean, like, does he ever win an event? I mean, what, what, what does well, Sergio he won the Masters. mean, buddy? He won the, he won the Masters. But, oh, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. But he kind of indicated with some comments he made under his breath that Sergio's going to be in uh, overseas next month in this uh, Saudi league. Oh, so which, now I mean, he's going dark side. Well, yeah, uh, yeah. According to the PGA, I'm not saying that's my personal opinion. They treat it as like it's the enemy or something. You know, my thing on this, and we, we do need to get a break, but here's my thing on this. And, and I get it. You don't want to do business with the Saudis, but, I mean, you mentioned pro wrestling. Well, the WWE has a huge deal with the Saudis where they routinely go over there a couple times a year and put on a, a huge, like, stadium show. Instead of chairs, so, they have couches for them, for the uh, fans so in attendance. So they're taking that Saudi money, and they have for their – Investors, as they're a publicly traded company now, record record numbers as far as earnings every quarter now, because they're getting in part that Saudi money. The what what is the difference? And there is one, but I mean, just from the thirty thousand foot view, what is the difference in the Olympics being held in China and these bad and NBA guys going over and making a mint in China in the off season or? Le Beijing and all the gang. What, what's the difference between that and these guys who are independent contractors? They don't have the guaranteed money that the NBA guys have. What's the difference between that and, and going over as an independent contractor and getting guaranteed money to go play in an Asian tour event just for who they're being funded? There's plenty of things out there that probably have nefarious funding if we dig. It's just not been as maybe publicly known. Absolutely. Because, I mean, look, and I'm, I'm, I'm not 
by any shadow of the doubt, letting the Saudi human rights record off the off the hook. It's a it's 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 deplorable. Well, with the NBA, it's worse because I mean, most of those guys label themselves as SJWs, and then they go over there to China, where there's all kinds of well, that, issues going on. That's my point. There. The, the the human rights issues are just as bad in China. Yeah, I mean, Phil never labeled himself a, uh, a an activist or anything like that. I mean, he just went over to go play golf, from what I know. Well, he was a capitalist, and he's apparently hurting for money, and he wanted a payday. Yeah. Doesn't mean it's right. Doesn't mean that—I mean, we're taking that guy to task because he maybe isn't the most popular guy in the locker room or among some of the media, but— we're giving guys that, the, that go to the NBA or the NBA guys that go to China a pass. We're celebrating the Olympics were held in China. It just, there's a lot of hypocrisy in the whole, but I mean that when it comes to guys commenting on politics and sports, there's always going to be hypocrisy. Absolutely. It always is. Well, it's just not their, it just it's not their is. field. It's not their game. I mean, they're just, well, no, very, look, every, uh, it goes back to the thing I've always said with Kaepernick. He's entitled to do whatever he wants, as long as he's not breaking a law or a rule of his employer. But I'm just as entitled to say he's an idiot. You're just you can't to have it both. Him. He's a public figure. Exactly. If you are, if you're, you know, a sports journal that wants to be a crusader, aka some guy in the triangle sports media, you can't have it both ways. You just can't have it both ways. You can't. We can't be have that opinion forced down our throats. If you disagree with it, but you can't, you can't complain because. We think it's dopey, or I think it's dopey, or Ben thinks it's idiotic. Fair game if he's doing something that's above reproach, uh, that's not a not a you know vulgar or a rule that's being broken or a law that's being broken. That's fine. But if you're going to do it, you're going to get criticized for it. You can't sit there and say and criticize the people doing the criticizing. Yeah. Again, it's the hypocrisy of of that group of sports journos who just can't figure out what they want to do. They want to wade into political waters. All right. Um, how do we get on that? Uh, we're giving away a four-pack of tickets and a gift card to Chico's now. Pirate baseball game tomorrow night at 630. Give uh, us a call. We'll take caller three. 252-561-GAME. 252-561-4263. We'll catch up. Sean Brace. How big of an upset was this at the Kentucky Derby next? More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on your flagship home of Pirate Football, 94.3 The Game. Texas Roadhouse in Greenville is happy to support the community. At Texas Roadhouse, they not only want to be your favorite restaurant, they also want you to know they love this community and love supporting it. From providing food for charity golf tournaments to their school support programs, Texas Roadhouse is there when the Greenville community needs them. Also, it doesn't hurt that their food is awesome. Steaks, ribs, chicken, you name it, it's legendary. Texas Roadhouse, Southwest Greenville Boulevard, Greenville. Need to insure a boat in Edenton, a business in Elizabeth City, a car in Greenville? How about a farm truck in Columbia or a home on the Outer Banks? Weatherly Insurance Agency, an independent insurance agency with five locations in eastern North Carolina, is here to help. Weatherly Insurance Agency has agents you can get to know because they're your neighbors and live in your town. Call today, 888-OBX-2IBX or on the web at weatherlyinsurance.com. From the Outer Banks to the Inner Banks, Weatherly Insurance 
has you covered. Hey, I'm Gray Fussell. I'm a fourth-generation winemaker at Dupa Winery and a proud alumnus of ECU. I'd love for you to visit with us in Rose Hill or North Myrtle Beach or look for our delicious fruity wines in your favorite store or on our website. As always, thank you for your support. And now that I work full-time with my dad, I understand why Mom enjoys a glass of our Hatter's Red every night. Thanks for drinking Duplin and go Pirates. Do you own a timeshare? Well, face the facts. You made a mistake. You made a bad purchase. A timeshare is not an investment. It's a money pit that continues forever. If you use your timeshare, that's great. But if you don't and you want to legally get out of your contract, call my friends right now at the Timeshare Exit Hotline. They're an experienced team of lawyers who help good people like you get out of a timeshare contract that they just don't want. Don't throw away your money on maintenance fees. Use it for things you really want. We can help you end your timeshare contract and stop the money drain immediately. If you are ready to move on with your timeshare, call our team right now. Cancel your timeshare now with a free call. 800-289-0413. 800-289-0413. That's 800-289-0413. Chico's Mexican Restaurant is where the fiesta never ends. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's every Wednesday for shrimp tacos for only $9.99. Plus, Wednesdays means all Mexican imports for only $2.50. Thursdays, enjoy your favorite beef, chicken, or vegetable fajitas for only $9.99. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's in downtown Greenville and now available through DoorDash, featuring a half gallon of the famous margarita mix to go for only $9.99. Chico's, where the fiesta never ends. Pirates, Panthers, the P-Man. Oh, my. More of the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game right now. Hey, Ben, who is our winner? We got Steve from Greenville. All right. We'll uh, start to give away some tickets for the uh, series this weekend uh, starting tomorrow. So uh, stand by to dial uh, for that tomorrow. But congratulations to Steve. Hey, a little Chicago uh, coming back. By the way, Sean Brace, Fox Sports, the gambler in Philly, will be with us here in just a second. Uh, but our concert on the Common returns this week at the Greenville Toyota Theater Amphitheater on the Town Common. Uh, and uh, it's the 12th, of course. We got Chicago Rewired, a great Chicago tribute band out of the Charlotte area. We'll be having all the uh, cool beverages you like, adult and otherwise, this year, poured up by the Junior League of Greenville. Big thanks to the city of Greenville, by the way. Concert on the Common, and it uh, starts at uh, 6 o'clock. Is that right, Ben, or is it 5.30? I always uh, thought anyway, it started right. at 5 when we came on, but I might be wrong. I think it's 5.36. Anyway, okay. in that neighborhood. I think we're previewing it when we come on. We'll preview it again this week. Uh, but anyway, it's sponsored by Richie. It's free, absolutely free. Now, keep in mind, too, we'll be taking up uh, some uh, charitable donations that night for the uh, Greenville Chamber Charitable Fund. Uh, more on that as we get closer to the event. But it is a free concert for everybody to go to. Uh, it's brought to you by the Ritchie Law Firm, SCA Collections, Victra, Greenville Utilities, Vident Health, 
The Air Doctor, Pitt Greenville Airport, Carolina East Distributing, Sawyer's Fun Park, State Farm Insurance, Greenville Toyota, and Suddenlink. It was the shot of all long shots as uh, the Kentucky Derby was uh, captured by uh, Rich Strikes on Saturday. Let's go to the phone lines where Sean Brace, a.k.a. the Yankee Boy, IBX Media alum from Fox Sports Philly, the gambler, joins us uh, on the guest line. So put this in perspective for us, Mr. Brace. Put it in perspective. How big of a long shot is this? Or was this? Give me the bugles, baby. Uh, the second biggest <laughs> long shot in the 148-year history of the Kentucky Derby. We've seen some long shots as, as of late, um, uh, just as far as, you know, some upsets over the last 20, 25 years. But this this was something completely out of nowhere. And, you know, I don't know if I like it. I didn't have the ticket, so I hate it from that point. Right. But but nobody did either. That's the problem. Like, there were very few people that put money on, let's, yeah, putting things in proper perspective. This horse wasn't even on the official T-shirt that you can buy at the Merc tent at the Kentucky Derby. It listed at 20 horses. <laughs> this horse wasn't included. All right? Rich Price wasn't included. So, you know, that's where we're at. And, you know, like the big thing that I have, it's a great story. It's phenomenal. It's, it's, it blows my mind to, to imagine what it would be like if I owned a, a, tri- a super effective ticket that had paid out over 300 grand. Like, nobody had that, though. That's the beauty. Like, that's how difficult horse racing is. And then now you throw an 80 to 1 in, nobody had that ticket. So you could miss me with the what ifs and all that. And that's the problem that, like, the yin and yang I'm having with this. I love it. It's a great story. But nobody won. So what good was it, you know? If you were at Derby Day, let's say you were in Kentucky, right? Uh, which they would love you there. Let's say you bucket, were at the Derby. Bucket list. Yeah, bucket, list. They'd, they'd, bucket list. They'd love you. Yeah. So let me, yeah. let's say you were there and, and, and you decided, okay, I'm going to play a little bit. I'm going to play. What would have been like a reasonable bet to put on an 80 to one long shot? All right. Well, look, it, it, there were people, I mean, you can bet every horse to win. That's it. And you know what? I didn't really hate that thought process. Now I am fully I put my hand up in the air. I am not. Like, I am a guy that will wager on the three big ones. I've been to Saratoga a few times. I'm not a guy that's betting on the ponies every Saturday and Sunday up at uh, at Belmar Park up here, all right? So I just want to come off and people start rolling their eyes. But you got to look at it from this perspective. There were only three horses going into Saturday that had under 10 to 1 odds. So my thought process was that there was going to be a big payday no matter what. If you mix in a superfecta, mix in the, the trifecta, whatever it is, you mix in a, a favorite or two and then pick a long shot, pick a 20 to one, whatever it may be. And if it hits, you're cashing in, in a big, big way. Uh, that's the beauty about horse racing. It's like it doesn't pay to bet the favorites. All right. I want a trifecta, a box trifecta up at Saratoga. I thought I cashed in big. I think I ended up owing money. It was the most ridiculous thing ever. <laughs> and my wife was with me at the time. She's like, I thought you told me we were rich. And next thing I made like 60 bucks. So, you know, it doesn't pay to bet on the favorites. You always want to go with some of the long shots. But there was a way that you can bet on every horse to win. And, you know, the long shot or the favorites, you're not going to make any money on that. But if a long shot did win, obviously you're going to cash in. I think you would have walked away with like $1,400 
if you put two dollar dollar or two, I forget, mm-hmm. uh, ticket on on the eighty to one to win. But mm-hmm. look, like I said, it's just it's it's so out of nowhere that nobody had this horse. You you maybe might have walked in and said, oh, you know what? Give me the worst odds. You know, give me the whatever it is. Give me the worst odds and put a dollar on it. I wouldn't hate that, and it cashed in. But other than that, if you were just throwing stuff up against the wall, I don't see how you played this horse. I got you. We've got uh, Sean Brace with us at Sean underscore Brace on uh, on Twitter. Hit with- me with the bugle. <laughs> All right. So, do we know yet? Is Rich Strikes what? What do we, do we have? Like early odds on the Preakness for Rich Strikes? Oh my God! You think that horse is gonna make it for two weeks? <laughs> they had that thing so doped up on every steroid, caffeine pill, gas station black pills that you can buy across the country. I mean, the thing was biting. It was biting the other horse after it won. I mean, it was like, what is going on? You know, and let's be honest about it. We know how it works. It's sad, but there wasn't one person that thought, "Gee, that eighty to one horse did it," re- you know, on its own. I'm good. I'm good. Hay and seed in the morning. Come on, man. You know. So, is, is it going to make two weeks from now? I don't know. I, I if it does, <laughs> again, I don't know how much Red Bull it, they fed that thing, but it looks like it had another Kentucky Derby in it after it was finished, right? I'll take it. I'll take it on the longer track. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, as you know, I'm on the I'm on your Carolina Hurricanes bandwagon now. I always get on when they're in the playoffs. I'm quick to get off when they lose, so I'm double off now because Boston's <laughs> tied it up. As you know, play, the playoffs don't start till the road team wins. So, really, this series that. this series has not started yet. Technically, uh, has have things changed now for this series with the Canes and Bruins? Uh, from the odds makers, because the Bruins were a slight favorite, so I would assume that the odds makers are pretty happy because they felt like the Bruins were the favorite to begin with, albeit slightly. And, and so this is kind of playing in what they thought, or have the odds changed dramatically? That's the three P man. Here we go. Uh, you're right about the cliche, and it's what we're dealing with here with the 76ers in the Miami Heat, Philadelphia. Uh, but man, I'll tell you what, I, I'm surprised to see what Carolina – or to see – you know, I'll give credit where credit is due. Boston's got the Ida Tiger, of course, championship pedigree. A lot of players on that team have won Stanley Cups before. Um, and, and they backed up. You know, they, they went to Boston and won yesterday 5-2. was a big-time victory. But if you're going to give me two out of the next three at Raleigh, I mean, come on. There's not many teams out there across the country that do hockey like we do in Raleigh. And I said we because I'm a Carolina Hurricanes fan. So <laughs> Um, I will say, no, from the odds perspective, now we're sitting at Canes minus 130, plus 110 for the Bruins. Mm-hmm. So Canes for a slight favorite to start this series, I want to say. Again, because of the home ice advantage, right. and they do it like no other. Uh, I still like the Hurricanes. I do. I, and Phil Boston could go down there and win on their ice. If this has to go to seven, I'm still going to go with the Canes here. All right, give me a quick Ben Simmons hot take. Ben Simmons hot take. He faked his surgery. What? <laughs> Is that hot enough for you? He faked he his surgery? Me, yes. Yes. He absolutely did. First of all, you know, what? how can you get your image back? Well, you got to come out and say that my back was hurting, obviously, and I got the surgery after the season was done. They showed He put a picture up on his Instagram. He said he just got back surgery. He's coming back from the hospital. The guy's sitting erect in the back seat. Come on. 
if you get back surgery, right, you're laid out for a couple days. I don't know. I've never been underneath the knife like that before. But come on, man. He's faking it. He, he That's the type of dude he is. Look, I, and again, mental illness is a serious thing. But he was fighting for 20. He still is 20 to 25 million dollars to get back from the 76ers. And he's out there saying, yeah, I had a mental illness. Again, I would do the same thing. I'm not trying to say that I want to. You put $20 million up, I'll, I'll walk with a limp for three years. But bottom line is, you know, he needed to uh, rehab his image as well as his back. Yeah. And so he went in there and said he got a little bit of uh, a surgery. Quick a little surgery adjustment. A little adjustment. Out. Okay. All right. I, get, think it's fake. Uh, I think it's fake. All right. I need a James Harden hot take before we let you go. James Harden hot take. 76ers win the championship this year. Wow. Okay. Wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. We're back, baby. We're back, T-Man. All right, all right. Uh, That's the three. Got to win in Miami. Got to stay out of the club. Stay out of South Street. <laughs> Business trip, T-Man. Business trip. I understand. Uh, Fox Sports, the gambler in Philly, the great Sean Brace, IBX Media alum. Thank you. Hit me with the bugle. Ben was actually playing that. That was live into the microphone there. Uh, great to have Sean Brace on. God, he's a hoot. Um, who'd you take for the, the derby? Did you guys give your picks Friday? Yeah, Philip picked Barbara Road and said that uh, that sounds like a redneck name somebody would come up with. <laughs> well, well, now, in fairness, the woman was from Lenore County that owns the horse. Now, she's she is married to the old Walmart CEO. Yeah, I found out about that after the fact, and I was like, darn it, Philip." <laughs> but there is a Barber Road in, in Lenore County that, you know. Yeah. Oh, and that horse finished sixth, I believe, because everybody was excited in yeah. K-Town about that. I had Cyberknife, just because uh, I'm a kid uh, at heart, yeah. and that's the most little kid name you can come up with for a horse. That's a kind of a good little kid name, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, Cyberknife. Cyberknife. Behold the Cyberknife. All right, um... Got a little bit of breaking news. You got that, Ben? Got it. Uh, Ben's going to have that for you in the update. It's regarding NIL, name, image, likeness. And uh, then we'll go inside the ECU clubhouse for a little bit, have some of that for you with Cliff Godwin. Ben Byram, meantime, with your 94-3 The Game Sports Flash Update. Thanks, Patrick. More on that breaking news in a bit, but the NCHSAA plays baseball playoffs begin tomorrow. Some local teams participating in the 2A bracket. 17th-seeded North Pitt takes on 16th-seeded Washington. 25th-seeded Farm Central travels to 8th-seeded Roanoke Rapids. In the 3A bracket, top-seeded Rose hosts 32nd-seeded Western Alamance. 13th-seeded South Central hosts 20th-seeded Southern Wayne. In the 4A bracket, Conley as the 3-seed hosts Apex Friendship. The softball playoffs also begin tomorrow with 28th seed in Farmville Central in the 2A bracket, traveling to 5th seed at Princeton. And 29th seed at Ada Grifton battles 4th seed at Camden County. In 3A, the 8th seed South Central hosts 25th seed at Cedar Ridge. 28th seed at J.H. Rose travels to 5th seed at Southern Nash. And in the 4A bracket, top seed at D.H. Conley hosts 32nd ranked Pond Forest. All those games come your way at 6 or 6.30 at their respective sites tomorrow. Taking a look at what's happened around Pirate Nation, ECU baseball notched a sweep this weekend over the Memphis Tigers with Friday's game resulting in what was deemed the greatest pitcher's duel in the AAC. 
by the conference earlier today. C.J. Mayhew was deemed the American's Pitcher of the Week after pitching nine no-hit innings with only one walk and nine strikeouts and a 4-1 to win in extra innings over the Memphis Tigers. Mayhew was also recognized by collegiate baseball as one of the National Players of the Week. Other Pirates receiving honors include catcher Ben Newton, who was named to the conference's honor roll. The Pirates look to carry over the momentum from the sweep tomorrow as they battle the Duke Blue Devils in Clark Clare Stadium. Expected to get the start on the mound for the Pirates is Merritt Beaker, while the Blue Devils will roll with Adam Boucher. First pitch for tomorrow's game is set for 6.30, while live play-by-play and pregame coverage begins right here on the flagship station, the ECU Pirates. 94-3 the game. Meanwhile, ECU softball hosts the 2022 AAC Softball Championship this Thursday at 5 o'clock in Max R. Joyner Family Stadium. Admission for that game is free. In the meantime, elsewhere in college sports, breaking news. The NCAA says they, they will now enforce name, image, and likeness violations. They reiterate that boosters and collectives are not permitted to use name, image, and likeness to recruit athletes. AAC member USF gets a big commitment from former Baylor quarterback Gary Bohannon. Bohannon is favored to start next year after notching all Big 12 honorable mentions last year as the starter for the Bears. Has two years of eligibility remaining. Wrapping it up from the PGA, Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson were both announced as participants in next week's PGA Championship. That's going to do it for your 94th video game sports update. I've been Byron Moore from Cliff Godwin on the other side of this quick timeout here on the Patrick Johnson Show. Johnson Show is coming up on your flagship home of Pirate Basketball, 94.3 The Game. Warren's Hot Dog Pizza, homemade lemonade. Hey, Pirate Nation, Warren's now has two locations. In Greenville, across from Ron Ayers Motorsports, and the new Chocowinity location next to the fire department. Stop in today for hot dogs, pizza, subs, apple and peach turnovers, homemade lemonade, and breakfast in Chocowinity featuring homemade cheese, ham and chicken biscuits, plus sausage dogs, and more. Warren's Hot Dogs. Want some? Get some. Go Pirates! It's back. The 2022 Kings of Q Barbecue Cook-Off and Festival. The fun starts Friday, May 20th and goes through Saturday, May 21st in downtown Aden. This North Carolina State Barbecue Championship is sanctioned by the Kansas City Barbecue Society with rides, vendors, crafts, a beer garden, and live music. But what would the Kings of Q be without barbecue? Eat the best, all from where barbecue lives, downtown Aden. Be there for the 2022 Kings of Q Cook-Off and Festival, May 20th and 21st. Need $1,000 to $10,000 immediately for a gift for someone special, car repairs, or unexpected expenses? Time Financing Service offers competitive loan rates. Apply online and get your answer in less than an hour in most cases. Then you can pick up the cash at any of our 24 convenient locations. Apply online 24-7 at timefinancing.com. That's timefinancing.com. Time Financing Service. All loans subject to current credit policy of Time Financing Service. One-hour loan approval and same-day cash in most circumstances Exceptions may apply. Atavola in Greenville is your local marketplace. Atavola offers diverse menu selections, casual lunches, and family meals ready to go. At Atavola, they specialize in the creative use of fresh ingredients, seasonal menu selections, and fun culinary creations from the kitchen that will satisfy even the pickiest taste buds. Treat yourself to lunch or dinner today at Atavola, and make sure to join them the second Wednesday of every month for their free wine tastings. Atavola Red Banks Road in Greenville. Greenville's top sports show is back. Well, isn't that special? The Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. Play ball! 
It's time to head inside the ECU clubhouse with Pirate Baseball Coach Cliff Godwin. On your home for East Carolina Baseball. 94-3 the game. Going back, looking up, see you later! Patrick Johnson's visit with Coach Godwin is covered by The Gavigan Agency, covering Pirate Nation's personal and commercial insurance needs with offices in Greenville and New Bern. And by HealthWise Pharmacy in Greenville, locally owned and operated by pharmacist Marcy Parker. HealthWise Pharmacy puts you and your health first. Here's Patrick Johnson with Coach Cliff Godwin. Successful weekend for the Pirates, a sweeping weekend for the Pirates, their third in American play. And uh, they're captured their uh, third series or fifth series this year. Uh, Pirate coach Cliff Godwin joining us uh, here on the uh, program. I'm not going to say I was a naysayer because I am not. I am not a naysayer. First of all, hello to you. How are you, Coach Godwin? <laughs> I'm doing. I'm doing good. Good. Good to hear. Now I'm not a. I am not a naysayer. Don't let. Uh, I am not. Because I think you've done probably your best job coaching. Uh, that you have uh, have done in Greenville, but that's that's a story for another day, and you don't want to hear me saying that nonsense. But I, I, you did say all along the best baseball was ahead of you guys as, as recently as well. Really, few, first few weekends into the season, you were saying that, and right now the team's playing really great. Yeah, uh, I really believed it because you know a lot of different circumstances happened with this team and. Uh, a lot of adversity. I mean, some of it publicly, some of it not publicly. Um, you know, there was a lot of moving parts behind the scenes for sure. And our staff and our players did a great job of just keeping our head above water early. And I knew, and I told the team this a few months ago, man, hey, we're going to be tough as leather because we've been beaten, battered. Like, we just got to keep our head above water. And um, the guys have done a really good job. I mean, it's been – really uh fun for me probably and i have lose track of time in the past two months um it's been a really fun group to be around um they've shown up and done what they needed to do i would say yesterday's game is one of the best played baseball games that has ever been played at east carolina i know nobody could see it <laughs> it, wasn't, uh, it wasn't on video i mean i wish you guys could have seen bryson's throw they threw the guy out trying to tag. I mean, that yeah. was a big league throw. Uh, JC's catch in right field. We turned three double plays. We hit a ton of balls hard, even only we were up four to one. And, you know, it, it just – the guys played their tails off. And, and and when you play at Memphis, and this is no disrespect to Memphis, but you got to create your own energy. There's not a ton of people in the stands. Uh and our guys, I mean, it was it was awesome. I know you look at the final score; you got fifteen to one. You got no 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 kidding. It was a four to one game. I think in the seventh inning, mm-hmm. um, we blew it open in the eighth. So, but I was super proud of the way our guys just showed up yesterday. Uh, we we didn't play great on Saturday. Um, we played thirteen innings on Friday, and, and I knew that it would probably be a little bit of a letdown. But we found a way to win on Saturday. But yesterday was as good a game as uh, any team's ever played in East Carolina. Well, and uh, the the box says uh, five hundred one were there. I'm not sure if they were counting toes, but uh, from from all accounts, yeah, not uh, the not capacity crowds uh, this weekend. But uh, well, a bigger crowd yesterday, and I should say they had a bigger crowd because yeah. uh, they had a ceremony for uh, you know Coach Rock. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, yeah. and, and yeah. have you speak on Coach Rock a little bit? That that was. Uh, 
I saw pictures from that that Scooter put up. That looked like a really nice ceremony yesterday. It was, and and look, I you know I talked to him for a little bit. I can't imagine the emotions that was going through you know his mind to actually have one more home game. It's the last American home game that you know he'll ever coach, and you know he's been there for eighteen years, and I really believe he's done it the right way. I think he's a great person. He's a man of faith. I think he's changed a lot of people's lives, but. You know, unfortunately, a lot of people grade you by your wins and losses. And him and I had a really good conversation before. And, you know, when they were doing their stuff, I made sure our guys were, you know, standing in the dugout clapping for them because anybody who's put in that kind of service time, 18 years of serving people, um, is pretty cool. So, well, and, um, it's and, very neat. And you know this as well. I mean, and, and I think fans in our league maybe get this who've followed it for a while. I mean, obviously, East Carolina, there's there's a commitment to baseball at ECU. I'm not saying there's not one at Memphis, but it, it's it, – you really – a lot of these coaches in the league have to fight for for things. I'm not saying you haven't fought for, but, I mean, there, there's just maybe not the, the buy-in at the level there is here. And that's not knocking anybody. I'm not saying that's the case at Memphis, but, I mean, these jobs are tough jobs. They really are. Outside of just on the field. You go beyond well, that, there's a lot of stuff that's tough about it. Yeah, I mean, you look at their facility compared to what they have. Uh, I mean, they got this big football indoor winning going inside of it. It's super nice. And obviously the practice facility that um, basketball has there is, is ridiculous. So uh, baseball is well, well behind that. And they're going to do some renovations after this season. It's just a shame that, you know, Rock couldn't be a part of that. I think they're going to turf the entire field. Um, I know – do some things, you know, to the stadium and, mm-hmm. and the lights because the lights are not good. It's tough to see there at night. But, uh, yeah, it, they are definitely not committed to baseball like East Carolina is. So, yeah. uh, you're inaccurate on that. Uh, we got Pirate head coach Cliff Godwin with us here. Uh, let's go back to Friday's game. Uh, and uh, C.J. Mayhew goes nine no-hit uh, innings. Was there any – conversation uh, well first of all just the performance I mean nine strikeouts just over 100 pitches uh and of course he was he was you know virtually matched uh by uh, Gartman the starter for Memphis uh as well I mean that that was probably as wild a uh a situation that you've ever been in as the head coach of the Pirates yeah I don't know I'd like to you know Malcolm will have to go dig up some old record, but, but to be a part of two no-hit, nine-inning, you know, games in the same, I mean, two sides, it's, it's crazy. Um, the one thing Mayhew did a really good job of was he was having really quick innings. Um, we had their starter, he had thrown 52 in- pitches after the first two innings. We did a really good job. So he, he threw 131 pitches in eight innings, and, and Mayhew, I think, threw 101, whatever mm-hmm. he said. Um, it, it was not our plan for Mayhew to go nine innings. Uh but he was rolling, and, uh, you know, AK, Coach Knight and I spoke, you know, like the seventh, and we just said, hey, man, once the first base runner gets on, I mean, he's coming out just because he can't let me pitches before. But it was tough to pull him out, you know, when he's throwing uh, a no-hitter and, you know, nobody's getting the first base. So um, late in the game, I mean, Savage was up, you know, moving around mm-hmm. like that fourth to the 13th inning is crazy. Um, 
but uh, he, he did. He was unbelievable. And the pace of it was unbelievable. I think we played nine innings in two hours and, and one minute or something. And it ended up being a four-hour game, but the first nine went, through, went by really quickly. More from Cliff Godwin, uh, including, uh, well, lots of different things uh, regarding Pirate Baseball, uh, the uh, performance by uh, JCC as well. So all you got to do is log on to 943thegame.com and check out the Inside the ECU Clubhouse with Cliff Godwin podcast. Again, available right now at EC or uh, 943thegame.com. Inside the ECU Clubhouse with Pirate Coach Cliff Godwin is covered by the Gavigan Agency, your number one source for insurance in eastern North Carolina, with offices in Greenville and New Bern. And it's also covered by HealthWise Pharmacy, Greenville's premier full-service pharmacy. Staff at HealthWise Pharmacy is here to help their patients live life better. Hey, I want to tell you a little bit about Wilson Rose Heating and Air Conditioning. They've been in the keeping you comfortable business for 60 years on Hooker Road in Greenville. Steve Rhodes, second generation, gives each customer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Wilson Rose is an authorized train dealer, specializes in new installations, home replacement service agreements on all makes and models. Go online at wilsonroads.com for 0% financing options up to 60 months on qualifying equipment. To get the job done right, Wilson Rhodes in Greenville. You'll be comfortable in no time time for a weather update and yep there's still weather outside it's a temperature it could rain or not it's either hot or cold so wear a jacket or don't anyway good luck unclear information isn't helpful which is why when your car needs repair head to meineke car care centers with meineke e-inspection we'll send photos and technician notes straight to your phone telling you what should be fixed and why get a basic oil change starting in 1995 meineke doing car care right at participating locations terms and conditions apply Country Mart stores of Pitt County are locally owned and part of your community. At Country Mart, they offer that great Shell gasoline with Shell rewards that save you money at the pump. And these days, that's really important. And don't forget Smitty's Restaurant at the Highway 11 store with great lunch specials daily and Pat's desserts that will be the best you've ever had. The Stokes location also offers hot food. Country Mart with two locations, Highway 11 between Greenville and Bethel and Highway 903 in Stokes. The pandemic made it tough for businesses, but relief is available. Eligible North Carolina businesses that suffered economic losses during the COVID-19 pandemic are encouraged to apply for Phase 2 of the Business Recovery Grant Program, now with expanded eligibility requirements. Application deadline is June 1st, so go to ncdor.gov to see if your business is eligible and apply. Sponsored by the North Carolina Department of Revenue and the North Carolina Association of Broadcasters in cooperation with this station. Hi, Bobby. Hey, Sarah. The usual. This is the last time I'm coming here for coffee. I'm on a budget now. One sec. Cold brew for Blake! It's Jake from State Farm. Sarah, don't give up what you love. State Farm has policy options to get you a surprisingly great rate. Good! I need my iced oat milk latte with caramel and cinnamon on top. Girl, me too. For surprisingly great rates, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com for a quote today. In a world where a single touch can threaten the surfaces of your home, there's Microband 24. Just one spray bites bacteria all day. Bacteria incoming. Shields up, defenders. When used as directed, Microband 24 sanitizing spray forms a defensive shield that keeps killing 99.9% of bacteria for up to 24 hours. Touch after touch. Threat eliminated. 
Microban 24. Don't just sanitize it. Microban it. Now spraying in a store near you. And now, the stunning conclusion of the show. It's the P-Man here on 94.3 The Game. You, uh, not only do we have a major upset in the world of horse racing, well, there was a major boxing upset this weekend. Then. Yes, sir. Canelo Alvarez. Uh, I wouldn't say he's a household name, but he was the pound-for-pound number one boxer in the world. Loses Dimitri Bivol at light heavyweight and a big upset nobody saw coming. Ben, by the way, is uh, emotional about combat sports. It was a beautiful moment. Used to get, I mean, when I say you used to get like real emotional about combat sports. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not joking. As a, as a young lad, well, I'm still a young lad, like, but you, like you tear up on here when you <laughs> talked about it. Yeah, it was I'm bad. serious. It was bad. Why would you do that? I don't know. I just get really, in, I just get really into my certain guys that I have. You know, I pick guys and I roll with them, and then they lose, and I get really upset. I mean, I, when we've announced the passing of friends on here. Or, other things are the death of my dog. I mean, I've got emotional over that. But yeah. Not over combat sports. Steep A. Miocic loses, and I'm I'm ready to lose it. Nobody call me. Nobody text me. <laughs> I need to just beat it myself. Okay. If you say so. Um. Couple things. This is a. Uh, Randy Capps, and I mean, he's kind of a under the radar journal guy. I broadcast with Randy. Randy's great. He put this out last week. I thought this was fabulous. So that we, you know, not talked about it, but uh, Twitter. You leaving Twitter is not like you're announcing a departing flight at an airport. That's just great, isn't it? Yeah, everybody's if trying you, to make it a big deal, like they're revealing I mean, what school they're going to. They're committing signing day. If you're leaving, just leave. Just leave. That's all. Don't have to announce it. Just leave. Uh, Again, some breaking news that's just come through in the last 30 minutes. Uh, The official guidance sent from the NCAA Board of Directors to D1 membership regarding NIL, collective boosters, and rules, and it's effective immediately. Uh, Basically, Anything that occurred from a violation prior to May 9th, the board directed to enforce staff to review the facts of individual. Basically, this takes away from the just what it's been, the wide open, wild west of just recruiting. Free agency. Uh, yeah, free agency in college sports. This is basically trying to get a hold of free agency of college sports. That's a, That's a great way to put it, Ben. Thank you. That's the big. That's the big happening. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of an unfair advantage for these SEC schools or these bigger schools and bigger conferences. Because I mean, how are they not going to get the guy with all that money and resources they have and all the boosters? So again, the NCAA says they will now enforce name, image, and likeness violations. Reiterate that boosters and collectives are not permitted to use NIL to recruit athletes. That throws the uh, monkey wrench into a lot of. Uh, plans that were actively being carried out absolutely you know it's interesting uh, there's a there was someone I, I was on a broad i mean this has been the hot topic any any time any college game i've done uh here in the last few months 
baseball or softball, uh, that has been the talk of everybody, really. It, inevitably, it comes back to that. And, I mean, even people who were working, there was a colleague that was, she was working in a, for a company that kind of was representing the athletes on these NIL things. And he, she even said, something's got to get done about this. She was earning her livelihood off of a company involved in this. Uh, we'll jump into more of this tomorrow. Adam Gold will join us. Thanks to Sean Brace and Cliff Godwin for being here today. Ben Byram, as always, great job. Uh, have fun at your show, Ben. Will do, will do. And uh, the ref will be in tomorrow, and we'll be with you for the Patrick Johnson Show. See you then. of fear, World Vision has been there for the most vulnerable. For the last 70 years, we've stood with kids and families during some of the world's hardest times. Through natural disasters, war, and disease, delivering life-saving aid and support, helping rebuild lives, and empowering entire communities to lift themselves out of poverty. And we're doing the same today. Because rising to these challenges is in our DNA. And with every act of courage, faith, and love, at home and abroad, we do more than just stop the spread of fear. We replace it with hope. Learn more at worldvision.org. If you're worried your friend may be struggling, remember, you don't have to be there to be there. You could say how while you will get a fake tattoo. You could ask with an app if it works for you. You could write him a text or knit him a sweater. If you can't be together, you could write him a letter. Whatever, whatever, whatever is you talking Chat on the game, kick off your flip flops. You can ask on your couch.